to the Youth Ministry in Motion podcast. The show designed to keep youth workers motivated and youth ministries moving forward. Now, here's your host, blogger, speaker, and lover of nerd stuff, Paul Turner. Well, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, everybody, wherever you're listening uh, to this at your time of day. I hope that you're having an excellent day today. I hope that you are just tearing it up for Jesus today. And uh, uh, once again, it's uh, been a little bit since I've been back with you. Uh, I am going to try to get all these done. I continue my series uh, today on excuses uh, with excuse number two, I don't have the right team or I am all alone, uh, whichever those may apply to you. Before we get into all that today, I simply want to encourage you uh, and let you know that you are loved and that your work matters, your service matters to the kingdom. So be encouraged today. Be encouraged today. Don't feel like uh, that what you're going through is, is not worthwhile. God takes all the, you know, it's like a stew, like a, like a soup, and everything gets tossed into the stew. Everything gets tossed into the soup. There are no scraps. There are no extras. Everything's in the pot, and so whatever you're going through today is in the pot, and God will use it for his glory. So that's it. I just want to tell you that today, guys. That's important. We're going to start off with that. And uh, I also want to let you know, uh, I do have some new resources coming out, um, one of which is a, I did a verse-by-verse study on 1 John, uh, and I did like each devotion. I did a devotion uh, verse-by-verse. Some verses are together for context purposes, uh, but I did uh, write that, so you can use that in multiple ways. You can use that for uh, you know, posting on your own social media stuff uh, for your youth, uh, break it down into Instagram form. Uh, you can shoot little one-minute videos. There's all kinds of ways you can do it, you know, if you want to do it. So uh, I would encourage you, go by, check it out. It's only, I think it's like $9.95, uh, and it's going to be good stuff. So go over there, check it out, at shop.thedisciplesproject.net. So, uh, so carrying on with the theme of excuses, I have been doing my best not to buy into excuses because excuses are dream killers. Excuses are assassins. They will kill our youth ministries. They will kill our souls. They will kill our dreams. Uh, They're just killers, man. Uh, You know, I've been now, since December 8th, been walking uh, about three miles a day, starting my day off with three miles. Uh, That's roughly, you know, sometimes it's three and a half, sometimes it's even four. So yay me. Uh, So whatever you're trying to do, uh, you know, you're doing it hopefully long term and, uh, and you're going to see some progress, but I've had plenty of opportunities along the way to buy into the excuses of why I shouldn't do this or why I shouldn't do that. And, and, uh, once again, they keep coming, uh, from all directions. They come from all manner of places and reasons and excuses why I shouldn't do something, why I shouldn't do a podcast, right? Paul, you don't have enough time. You don't have enough energy. Well, you know what? I don't care. I'm going to still do it. I'm going to continue to do it the best way I know how until uh, I figure out a rhythm of life and get these two uh, you fine folks that are listening to this. Uh, by the way, if you've listened to any of the other pods, this is your first time here, by the way, thank you so much for checking out the podcast. I appreciate you. I know you're kind of coming in on my story here a little bit, uh, but I want to thank you for stopping by and hanging out with me and checking out the podcast. If you are interested, please go by iTunes. If you've listened to any of the other former podcasts, that means it means you've been here a couple of times. Will you take a moment? Will you go by and review the podcast? Uh, give it some stars. 
stars and a little review. That way people will know uh, where, you know, they'll be able to f- be found, you know, in iTunes and that kind of thing. And uh, it's always a nice way. Something you can do to be generous today is just leave me some stars and a short interview on iTunes. So thank you for that. So one of the many excuses as I dive into this today is the fact that, you know, we can't, especially if you're young, if you're, if you're young, and I'd say if young is in between the ages of 19 and 28, and uh, you're struggling with not having the right team to execute the dreams you believe God has given you, uh, I feel you. Uh, I do. I really, really do. And I'm, look, I'm going on 49 here in just a few months. So even now, you know, I, I sense even more of it that I, you know, have these big ideas or big dreams or big goals or things like that. And, uh, and sometimes I don't feel like I have the right team to pull it off. And I have to then ask myself some questions and I have to be able to come back and say, you know what, uh, you know, I'm, maybe all this doesn't matter, right? Maybe all this, maybe I just need to kind of check my ego or check my stuff at the door and then balance it with, you know, I have a great dream, but I've got to be humble. And, you know, it's something we just have to do uh, when we have big ideas, when we're ambitious. And, um, you know, most of us work in, you know, small churches and get who we get. You know, those are, are people who are committed to weekly services. They come, uh, to you know, serve God, uh, they're the people. They're it. They're the people that you know. They're the pool of people for which God has, you know, drawn to us. And but you know, Jesus said, "Listen, pray to the Lord of the harvest, right? Uh, that He may send laborers into His harvest." Well, you know, some of us we need to pray and just and pray is not the you know. It's not like that's my last chance. It's our should be our first choice when we say things like you know, I don't have the right people. Well, pray. God will send the right people to execute the dreams, you know, that he's put on your heart. Uh, but we got to be, you know, we got to be able to be prayerful in that. And, uh, but generally, in most part, we have a pool of people from which to draw from. And if you have a young church or you have a, uh, an older church or a mixed, you know, demographic church, whatever that may be, you're, you're just going to have all these cast of people and you're going to, you know, and I, I, I would say this, don't discount anybody. Don't say, well, I can't have an older person or a, a younger person or a, a, this kind of person, you know. You have, you know, you have a pool of people that God's given you every week, and whether you, if you choose to draw from it or not, that's kind of up to you and up to me, whether we take advantage of that or we can gripe and complain and uh, make excuses just because we don't want to use the people that God has already given us. And that's on us if we don't utilize what God has given us. Um, you know, but I've always, you know, this is just me, but I've always had big dreams. You know, I've always wanted to see kids, you know, receive Christ and watch the youth group grow as a symbol of, you know, growth in the kingdom of God. And, you know, I've had, to, you know, we've all had to do it. And we've all had to like adjust our dreams to fit our teams, right? Uh, while, you know, I, you know, had to grow my team many times to embrace the bigger dream, right? You know, we can, listen, it's okay to scale your dream down a little bit, you know? Uh, It's okay to say, look, uh, you can either, look, two things you can do, right? You can either scale your dream down to fit where you're at, and that may be what you have to do for right now, or you have to recruit like a madman to accomplish the things you want to accomplish. And if you're going to make excuses, you, you won't be able to do either one. You'll be stuck in a very ugly place where you feel completely uh, just, uh, you know, where you're, you're pigeonholed or you're, 
you're you're in a trap, you're you know whatever that may be feel for you. It's like I'm just in this limbo place, you know. And you know some of my teams over the years, I've had many different teams, uh, and they were just not ready for the full dream, right? They were just not ready for the full thing, and I had to grow the team I have into what I what I'm looking for. And if you're a, by the way, I don't want to put any extra pressure. If you're a volunteer, bivocational and say, "Look, I just want to I just want to serve and love kids." Don't worry about this. Just be encouraged. But if you have eventually if you have an idea, you may not have this big scope, big grand uh, deal here, but there may be some things you want to try to pull off, uh, then consider, you know, uh, the team that you have, consider recruiting towards that, whether it's an event, whether it's a fundraiser, whatever it may be, uh, you know, even if you're a volunteer, I'm not trying to put more work on you is what I'm trying to say. I'm not trying to put more work on you or make you feel less than in any way if you're bivocational, if you're a volunteer. You know, what I am saying is that if you have big dreams, even as a volunteer, then the rules are going to apply to you as well um, because you have to have the team that you have. You, 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 you're going to get what you're going to get, you know, and it's quite possible, by the way, that your dreams are too far out of reach for the volunteers or the team that you do have. Uh, you may have to scale back it, you know, scale back the dream, um, uh, you know, and, and it would just take time. And I think, you know, the, the, the key is, you know, you have to ask the question, you know, what's your, what's my patience like? How patient can I be with the group of people that God's already given me? And what is my patience for growing this team? You know, I know we all, we want everything right now, but you know, sometimes that's just not, that's just not going to work. It just doesn't happen that way. And uh, we have to be patient. And in the process, God begins to grow us in our own patience <laughs> as we are patient with other people. Uh, you know, and it could be too, uh, you just have to let your your team marinate in your leadership style for a little while, right? There's, if you're brand new to a church, Everything may not come off the ground. You're going to have to let people get to know you. You're going to have to let people kind of sit in it for a little while and soak in it for a little while so that, you know, they they can get to know what's going on versus just, you know, diving into a task, you know. And, uh, you know, it may be the fact that you're not very good at training others, you know. Uh, and if you're in that place where you're not very good at training others, start very small. Start with very small things. You know, find some resources on the web and do, you know, a little weekly email with them or, uh, or on Facebook and send them little, little things, little articles. You know, you can always come to the blog at, at, you know, that I write over at thedisciplerproject.net. Go over there, find something, break it down to them in small little bits. It doesn't have to be all at once. Um, you know, you could, you know, post uh, photos or, or make videos for your volunteers to help them visualize what you're trying to do. You know, if you have this grandiose dream, well, you're going to have to do a good job of projecting that. And maybe that's through photos or maybe that's through articles or maybe that's through you getting on video and doing something like that, you know. Um, and as part of being patient, you know, you're just going to have to break down the dream into stages and then train your team with this drip, drip, drip kind of approach uh, feeding your thoughts in small doses and in multiple formats. That's, you know, that's just going to, you know, you, you have to look at the team you have. What can they absorb, right? What can they, you know, what can they roll with? And, uh, you know, I'm appreciative of my team. I try not to overwhelm them. Uh, I'm sure I have done this in the past with my current team and with other teams where I am just blasting them in the face with vision. <laughs> I'm just pushing their hair back, their skin. It's like G-forces. It's like, it's like they're feeling the G-force of the vision, and they're just not quite ready for it. It's just they're freaking them out. And um, 
And so I, I, if they ever listen to this, I, I apologize to you, by the way. Um, you know, at, at the end of the day, though, we really have to say, look, no church has the perfect team, not even the big ones. Uh, churches are just filled with people. Youth groups are filled with adults who love teens and want to help minister to young people. And we have to be able to respect where our team is at and grow them accordingly. Now, if you're all alone, let me encourage you. You say, I have nobody. Uh, you know, if you're just starting out by yourself and say, look, I'm just showing up and I'm the only person and that's it. Um, you know, this is a great opportunity to build trust and cast vision because people are attracted to a great vision. People are attracted to that. People want to know that you're going to hang around. They want to, they're looking at your patience, right? They're looking at how long is this person going to be and do I want to jump on this train? And if I jump on this train, where is this train going? Because a good vision will attract the right kind of people. So use this time. If you're by yourself, if you're all alone, you don't have a team of people, spend some time uh, you know, doing some writing, spend some time hashing out what it looks like, spend some time writing out your dreams and thoughts, spend some time casting vision through social media and just talking about uh, the good things you see God doing and, and prayerfully, you know, sharing what God is maybe showing you. Um, you know, hang signs, you know, or, or about your vision in your youth area that when people enter in, if there's an entryway, hang something above the door, uh, you know, uh, uh, put something there that, that, you know, uh, would cause people to say, well, what is that? What does that mean? Uh, it gives you a chance to kind of explain those things, you know, put basically like little small blurbs in your bulletin or on your, uh, your PowerPoints, you know, when, if they're showing PowerPoints in the sanctuary, you know, uh, on your church website, little things, maybe it's a quote, maybe it's a something, it's a rallying cry. Maybe, I don't know what it is for you, but there's something you can be doing right now as a person who is basically by yourself to say, look, there's just some things I want to put in there. They're simple. That's just what God's put on my heart, and you're going to make it simple, and you're going to put it out there to people, and and that's the deal. That's where you want to go with it because uh, it will it will intrigue people and and get people to connect with you in a way maybe that uh, traditional methods would not do. Um, so you know, at the end of the day, you know, how do you kill the excuse that I that I don't have the right team? Well, the the weapon of choice here is patience. You know, think of movies like Ocean's Eleven or The Hobbit. Uh, you know, teams are formed, uh, you know, to accomplish a certain task. Uh, teams gather, they come alongside, they join for a portion of the journey, and then their paths diverge off to different things. You know, and this makes sense, by the way. If you're in it for a long time, like I'm at my current church, I've been there now, it's my seventh year, right? Uh, if you plan on it, I encourage you to be in your church for three to five years at least if you want to see any fruit produced. You're going to have to be patient. You're going to have to be able to do it. Uh, hunker down and and think long term. Play the long game and say, look, I'm, I'm going to be here and I'm going to, I'm going to pray hard. I'm going to work hard. I'm going to serve others. I'm going to, you know, cast vision. I'm just going to put it out there. And, and this works. Patience works as a weapon to kill excuses if you are committed to long-term ministry wherever you're at. You know, consider somebody like Gideon, you know, who had to basically pare down his army to win the battle, right? He went, you know, from thousands and thousands to down to 300. 
you know, and God told him to filter out all the people who would not be the best candidates for that mission. And as crazy as it sounds, God knew something Gideon did not. With God, less really is more. You see, God knows who needs to be on our team, and we have to be patient with the process. Yes, we're going to lose some. Yes, we're going to gather some. But at the end of the day, certain times and seasons, God's going to gather the right team around you to accomplish the one thing, and, it may, and that's it. They do the one thing, and maybe they go their way, and, and God gathers another team to accomplish something else, right? You know, when I was younger, I, I enjoyed puzzles. Um, you know, I'd work on a 500-piece puzzle with my in-laws or around vacation time or Christmas or something. And, you know, uh, a 500-piece puzzle can be done in a few hours. A 1,000-piece puzzle can be done in a few days. Uh, A 5,000-piece puzzle, well, that, that takes a little bit longer. It, you know, and if you're, if you're me, uh, you know, that takes a really long time. But depending on how captivated by the picture on the cover you are, right? Uh, if you're captivated, that will determine your patience and how hard you will work to see that picture come together. If you love that picture on the curve, you say, I cannot wait to see this all come together. Guess what? Patience is not a problem. Uh, if, if you don't care what the picture looks like, you're just going to, it does not going to matter. You're just going to be, well, put a piece here, put a piece there. Ultimately, you don't care. You know, you're, you're going to work as hard as you need to and as hard as you want to, to see that picture come together. And once again, it's going to take patience, guys. It's just going to take patience. You know, I love in Genesis 29, 20, uh, the story of Jacob who went off and was going to get married and, you know, married the wrong girl for because of his impatience, simply because he wouldn't look up a look, you know, under the veil. <laughs> he just said, I'm just going to do this thing. Mary did not marry the woman he wanted, but the scripture says this in Genesis 9, 29, 20. So Jacob served seven years to get Rachel, but they seemed like only a few days to him because of his love for her. And that's my encouragement for you guys today. Fall in love with God, let your team gather, and then wait. The wait you go through will seem like absolutely nothing. It will seem much shorter than it is. But if you're in love with God, you're waiting for your team to gather, you're slowly growing your team into your vision, listen, it's going to go by a lot faster because of your love and because of, of your patience, you know? Just ask yourself a few questions today, you know? What is the perfect team? What's the picture on the puzzle box? Define that for yourself today, you know? Take time to describe it and then ask yourself, are you willing to wait for them to show up? Are you willing for that picture to form? And if you if you're not if you don't, you know, if you if you if you're not willing to wait for it, then it's gonna be hard for you. The excuses will come in. Uh, I can't do this, it's gonna be frustrating, and, and I understand that. But let me encourage you that patience is an excuse killer. And if you're patient, guess what? You are going to win. And uh, that's it for today, guys. That is uh, working with uh, excuse number two. I don't have the right team. You may not have the right team right now, but that doesn't mean they can't show up or, or you can't work within your dream and, and do all the things that you know God's put on your heart to do. It just may happen to have in stages or things like that. So don't freak out today. Don't let this excuse overwhelm you. Don't let this excuse, uh, uh, you know, tank your dreams here. Uh, you can make it through this. I promise you, you can, if you'll just be a little patient. So thanks, guys. Appreciate you guys hanging out with me for a little while today. 
way, being a part of the podcast. Uh, once again, feel free to go by and uh, give me a little, some stars maybe, and some review there on the uh, iTunes. I was sure to appreciate that. And uh, I look forward to coming to you guys next time with, guess what, Overcoming Excuse Number 3. So talk to you guys soon, and uh, have a great day, everybody. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.